and gentlemen, tonight is our opening night of the KISS concerts. There's going to be a gigantic crowd, so come early and get yourself a good spot. Come and see on stage Peter, Ace, Gene, and Paul live on our stage. Come see KISS tonight. KISS tonight. the best you got the best i'm matt porter and you are in the kiss room it's our august show joining us today will be lydia chris on the phone we're going to have a special announcement from superfan andy about the kiss cruise and to lead things off we're going to have our kiss cluster of back to school songs yeah it's a group of songs that are all kind of related to back to school of course we're broadcasting from Montgomery County Community College. So it's that time of year, time to get back to school. But it's not so bad going to school because you get to be here with me and all the things that we do in the Kiss Room on Monco Radio where music and minds meet.
me look at it this way. At least you're getting an education. Yeah, last semester I got nothing but C's. A, B, C, you're in the top three. What are you worrying about? I said it before and I'll say it again. I don't care how rich, successful a man is. Without an education, he's nothing. I mean, stay in school, study harder. You can be whatever you want to be. That's easy for you to say. You don't have to do any of it. OK, then. I'll do it with you. What do you mean you'll do it with me? I mean, just what I said. I'm going to college. What do you think? What do I think? I think you're nuts. Nuts? So who made the rules? Come here. <laughs> I'm going to college. I'm going to college. <laughs>
All right, bring me back in. Am I on? Okay, I can't hear myself. Let me turn myself up. Oh, yeah, that's good. Let's kill that music there for a second. If you would pause, there we go. People, we are back to school. We are back in the KISS room. It's August. If Ace Freely is your teacher, he grades on the curve, so you're in good shape. Um, we are in our brand new studio today. This is exciting news for us here at Monco Radio because we are back to school and in the brand new studio. I'm here with Frank Hagen from Kiss Mask Fanzine. Hey, Matt. Happy Friday. Kiss Army. If you're listening, it's Friday the 24th. It's about 10 minutes after 3. We got Sean King at the board. He is our board op today. Uh, if you look on uh, the Kiss Room Facebook page, you'll see a shot from earlier in the day. You can see uh, we had a special guest here in the studio. There, You can see a, a shot of the new studio. It looks great. We're going to start off with a little bit of a block. I'm calling it a Kiss Room Cluster, where we're going to play a bunch of songs that all deal with back to school. If you're a Kiss fan, you can probably guess what they are ahead of time. So let's cue up the next one. What do you think it'll be, Kiss Army? You can probably know them. You know it. Here it comes in the Kiss Room where music and minds meet.
Kiss Room, we're back. And of course, uh, it is back to school time. That doesn't mean you should be cruising the local high school looking for Christine 16. Of course, that's a classic Gene Simmons song. And with that in mind, tomorrow, of course, being Gene Simmons' birthday, or depending on when you're listening to this, August 25th will be Gene's birthday. Uh, this this episode will be on a podcast, on the podcast, and on my own kissroom.com. Um, with that in mind, I want to do something right now is give away the demon poster that we advertised last month on our show. What I did, I, I got a, over 200 re- responses, which I thought was fantastic. And what I did, I put all your entries into a box with, um, I crumpled you all up, not very green to me. So we're going to think of a different way to give. But what I'm going to do is just reach into the box right now, find an entry. You can hear me unwrapping it as we speak. Okay, here we go. The winner of the Demon poster from last month, if I can, Tati Simmons. Uh, Okay, guys, I know I don't live in the U.S., but I'm going to try to win. Who knows, I might win the Demon poster. Here's Okay, so it's Tatiana. Okay, so Tatiana, you're the winner of the Demon poster. I will put that now. Now, she is in Rio de Janeiro. I don't know what the postage on that is. But you got a poster coming to you from the Kiss Room. And now we're going back to school with the Kiss Room on Monco Radio, where music and minds meet.
All right, I see you cheating with your teacher after school. Hey, we're back to school. We're back in the kiss room. Uh, you're hanging here. We got Sean on the board. I got Frank here. Now, because you're going back to school, you're going to need some textbooks. But right now, Frank's going to give away some different kind of books. Tell him, Frank. It's a copy of Dale Sherman's Kiss Fact. It's a long one. All that's left to know about the hottest band in the land, courtesy of Backbeat Books. Okay, the Facebook entry winner is Andrew Hennings. Woo! All right, and the Kiss Mask entry winner, there was two ways to enter this contest, is Michael Heller. You guys will be notified by email, and uh, we'll hook you up real soon with those books. See, look, people really do win, and you can win something later we're going to have another poster that we're going to give away if you go to the kissroom.com there's another convention poster there's two convention posters that we're going to give away and we're going to tell you how you can win later see people really do win in the kiss room because it's a win 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 yes it is and we're headed back to school i know that all of you out there that are really kiss fans and you're listening to these songs you get kind of why i bundled them together certain lines that are all in there we got one more song and then we're going to talk with on the phone with super fan andy calling in from massachusetts but after a couple semesters of school i sure hope you know something you will sure know something on monco radio where music and minds meet
This is Super Fan Andy's Wicked Awesome Kiss Cruise Commentary. Joining us in the Kiss Room all the way from Massachusetts is Super Fan Andy Moyen with all the news about the Kiss Cruise. Super Fan Andy, welcome to the Kiss Room. Hi, Matt. It's wicked awesome to be back. Wicked awesome. You know, Andy, we got some great feedback from last month's call. Um, obviously, people are very excited about the cruise, and I know that you have a lot of exciting news to add for this month. Yes, we do. We can finally break the gag order. I've been on these for eight months, so finally, <laughs> almost nine months. So, but I but I got a couple things to talk about first. First off, uh, I want to say a lot of people have been trying to get everybody to bring glow sticks for KK2 for their indoor shows. So people, bring glow sticks. Nice. Fire is not good on a ship. It's a bad thing. <laughs> so bring glow sticks. Also, Bruce, if you're listening, Bruce Kulik, Mr. Kulik, we'd love to see you down on October 20th or 30th. Even better, KK2. The 80s theme night won it. We'd love to see you on K22. There's a lot of protests. People want you on there. We want to get you on there. Get on there. That'd be awesome <laughs> if you could get Bruce. We really enjoyed having Bruce on the Kiss Room last month, and if you could get him down on the cruise, that would be fantastic. I know some of the clips that showed up from the Florida Expo with uh, Bruce and John Karabi with great stuff. Yep. Actually, when I go down to the convention in New Jersey next month, I'm going to ask Bruce to be my room <laughs> on KK3 if there is really one. <laughs> wow. Okay. Here we go. Finally, the gag order has been lifted. Let's hear it. Okay. On October 30th at the Trade Winds Waterfront Bar and Grill at 9 p.m., there is a Kiss Cruise Maniacs Miami Rock City Party get-together. That's in Zone A, Level 1 in the Bayside Marketplace. There'll be Kiss music played all night long with drink specials. Check out Kiss Cruise Maniacs for more details. Cool. Now, is Kiss Cruise Maniacs, that's just a Facebook page, right? Correct. That's a Facebook page. Yep. So everybody on Facebook, check that out, Kiss Cruise Maniacs. Yep. And uh, also, uh, before I get started on the lifted gag order, I have to say, first off, the special rates for the Holiday Inn are now over. All the rooms are sold out. Wow. Awesome, guys. This is going to be awesome. Thank you very much. This is going to be awesome. And now, finally, the gag order has been lifted on me. I can see what's really going on on the 29th and 30th of October. First, I'd like to tell the story. Back in January, I said to Jeff Hopkins, my partner in crime for this, let's stay at the Holiday Inn. It's cheaper and closer to everything downtown. Bayside, Marketplace, Pier, no cab rides, etc. So I called the Holiday Inn and set things up. Then Jeff and I noticed there were a lot of people coming in early. So we said, let's get... Let's get people together for a party. And I mentioned living in sin party, the whole gene thing. Just says, let's take this further. I says, okay. He says, let's do a living in sin party slash wounded warriors project party. And Perfect. I said, yeah. Perfect. So we're off and running. So since January, we've been collecting kiss goodies. So on October 39th, we're having a living in sin party, wounded warrior party, and every penny made goes directly to the wounded warriors project. So on October 29th, from 7 p.m. on, anybody and everybody's welcome, even if you're not going on a cruise. If you're around and you're just being around in Miami, come. And we're also going to have raffles for everything for a dollar. Yes, a dollar, a ticket. You can buy as many as you like, and yes, you have to be present to win. You can also check out our Facebook details for more updates. It's called Kiss Cruise Pre-Free Meet and Greet on October 29th. 
2012 at the Holiday Inn. So that's oh. perfect. You're, you're right in time for the start of the, the kickoff of the cruise. It's going to be around Halloween. I'm sure there will be tons of people out in all kind of costumes that weekend. Plus, they can join you. Like you said, anybody, even if they're not going on the cruise, welcome to come to that party. It's fantastic. Yeah, adults, kids, we, we don't care. We, we, anybody who loves kids, we're just going to have a good time there, and that's the way it's going to go. <laughs> that's excellent. But now, so the story continues. Just as, let's talk to Adria. Basira, I, I can't pronounce her last name right. I'm always wrong. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, Adri, about uh, doing this also on the 30th, too, at the Hard Rock Cafe. Nice. So I said, okay, let's go for it. We talked to Adri about a month ago. She loved the idea, and she talked to the Hard Rock Cafe at MIA, and they really loved the idea. So now we're going to have raffles for Adolfa both nights with official Kiss goodies. And, yes, you have to be present to win. I also have pins pin sets for a small donation, limited quantity. So you must find me both nights. Super fan Andy, you must find me to get those pins. And of course, everybody them. will be able to find you. You're not hard to find. <laughs> uh, that's right here. <laughs> also, we're going to have some special items on eBay, so stay tuned for further updates on that. Special Gene Simmons living in t-shirt. Only seven were ever made. Also, a Gene Simmons painted by a Jeff Gilbert owner of the Feedback Rounds in Washington. A Gene Simmons living in sin t-shirt. That sounds perfect. Yep, and, and a special painting So it's, uh, that we're going to do on eBay. So we figured that it'd be too hard to, um, to have people try to carry this around. So that's wow. going to end up going on eBay. And, that's uh, great. Yep. The, the catch also, in both nights, we have different Kiss goodies raffled off. Plus, we have other surprises all night long. But you just have to show up to find out, trust me. It's just going to keep going and going. But uh, you, you must sign up. It, uh, here's, here's the catch on the other one. But you must sign up on Kiss Cruises' Facebook page to RSVP to the Kiss Cruises Bon Voyage Party on October 30th at the Hard Rock starting at 7.30. So hurry up. It's a limited. It's only 525 people able to get in because the place is only so big. Wow. <laughs> and there will be also be Kiss tribute band playing that night. Uh, later to be named to be later. That's in Section E in the Bayside Marketplace. So we got and, the uh, pre-parties. We got a Kiss tribute band. All this before you even set sail. People are going to need to start training now to handle all this rock at once. Yeah, that's the whole <laughs> idea. But uh, I, I, but I like to uh, I like to right now to uh, now I like to thank the people who have donated so far. Hans from KissForSale.com. Check him out. He's got a lot of awesome stuff. Lisa Jane Persky, a.k.a. Dirty D. Yeah. Uh, Lydia Chris, uh, KissMuseum.com. Bill Baker, Autograph Ace Really un- Unlimited Scrapbook. Mr. Bruce Kulik, uh, the Gene Simmons one-of-a-kind painting on canvas by Steve Kalinko, donated by Jeff Gilbert, owner of the Feedback Clown in Seattle, Washington. And also we got the the Hard Rock, uh, the Kiss Forever tribute band from Massachusetts. Wow. Uh, my local FYE. My friend uh, Dave Johnson, uh, Mr. Dwayne Harper, Mr. Jeff Hopkins, my partner in crime, also known as We're, we're Bromance, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, myself. Plus, we're going to have a lot more going. And uh, for for uh, and for people who like to donate, and won't be in Miami the 29th, the 30th, or can donate by PayPal at kk2wwp at comcast.net. All the proceeds, we guarantee all the proceeds are going to the Warner's Warriors. Nobody's taking anything. So 
So all the money made in the two days, the 29th, the 30th, plus eBay items was debated to the Wounded Warriors behalf on the KISS Army slash KISS Navy around the world. Wow. So there's going to be tons of rock, tons of partying, and the chance to win and help the Wounded Warrior Project. That sounds like win, 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 and a lot of fun. <laughs> yep. And, uh, and actually, in this, in this, and I'm very excited. This is just in just today. Uh, I talked to my my uh, just my my local Kiss trivia band, Kiss Forever. Great guys out of Massachusetts, and they're also on board with us. Wow. They'll be doing a show at JJ Sports Bar and Grill at 380 Southwest Cut Off, Northborough, Massachusetts, on Saturday, October 7th, which is a Halloween thing. Uh, so on please the 27th. check them out. On, yeah, October 27th. Wow. So please check them out on their Facebook page, Kiss Forever, or their website www.kissforeveronline.com for more information on the show and the band. And also, JJ's Bar is also excited where the band's playing that night with donations, raffles, uh, and more. Plus, you can check them out on www.jbag.biz or their Facebook page, JJ Sports Bar, for more information on the bar and the show. And we'd like to thank both the band and the bar for their just generosity help. And one last shout-out, again, to, thanks to my good buddy Jeff uh, Hopkins and Adrian Garcia for making this all come together. This is unbelievable. Well, that is fantastic. It sounds like there's a lot going on. Obviously, like Andy mentioned, uh, all listeners should should check out their Facebook page. I'll put the link on thekissroom.com to the Facebook page. If you're not already a member of that, um, make sure that you link up with that. Check out the Kiss Alive, the uh, the Kiss Forever online link as well. I'll put that on thekissroom.com um, just so everybody can find it. And it sounds like, you you know, obviously you have a lot of people involved, and it was nice that you got a chance to shout out to them. So as we finish this segment, how about a little bit of shout it out loud for all Kiss Cruisers and Kiss Cruise Maniacs. Thanks, Andy, for being with us on the Kiss Room. Thank you very much. Wicked awesome. That's right. Wicked awesome. And for the entire Kiss Navy, we're going to shout it out loud.
We're back in the kiss room. I'm Matt Porter. It's about 20 minutes of four. Coming up at four o'clock, we have Lydia Chris calling in. Um, that was super fan Andy. We love when he calls in. That was fantastic. I know a lot of people are getting very excited for the Kiss Cruise. Also, one thing, if you go to the Kiss Room Facebook page, I posted a shot up there of super fan Andy holding a Kiss Panda Bear. He is going to be at the Kiss Expo in New Jersey in September, and they will be raffling off that panda as just another way to raise money for the Wounded Warrior Project. Um, you know, Jeff and Andy and Adri, everybody that's getting these events going, it's fantastic. The Expo, of course, you can find uh, Superfan Andy. He'll be there. And Frank Hagen will be there. I'm going to miss I it, believe be it or not. I will be there. You will be there. I Tell us who there. else will be there. It's an exciting lineup. Peter Chris is going to be there. Wow. Bruce Kulik, his brother Bob Kulik, Ken Kelly, who uh, created the Destroyer and Love Gun paintings, J.R. Smalling. And Len Delisaria. Close enough. Close enough. He is a KISS photographer from the 70s. From you the early find, days. You can find out all about the KISS Expo, which is in New Jersey. It's coming up on Saturday, September 8th. Where is it? It is at New Jersey Convention and Exposition Center at Raritan Center, 97 Sunfield Avenue, Edison, New Jersey. And you can go online for ticket information at NewJerseyKissExpo.com. Now, the exciting thing, of course, Peter will be there. Yeah. And some people are going to shell out some good money, and they can have a meet and greet with Peter. That's exciting. Yeah. One of the things we're going to talk about when we talk to Lydia at 4 o'clock is Lydia was scheduled to be at the expo. We're going to ask her why she won't be at the expo. I mean, obviously, there was she was on the list and then got bumped. We're going to find out why when we talk to her at four o'clock i know that's one of the questions on your list yeah so we're going to find that out so if anybody's going to the convention look for frank he'll be there um i may have a mic in my hand you never know microphone you never know we'll probably play that we'll be back here live in september and i'm gonna i'll put that date up on the kissroom.com hopefully you can talk to some of these people while you're there yeah i want to give a quick shout out out loud to my cousin Dottie, who's listening in florida hello dorothy how you doing honey you know, we love the fact that there's people tuned in from all over the planet. Uh, one of the things that we're obviously we're talking about Gene Simmons' birthday, and I want to play something off Destroyer Resurrected. We're going to talk about Destroyer Resurrected, but of course, for Gene Simmons' birthday, is there anything more appropriate than God of Thunder? We've gotten some great suggestions. Thanks to everybody that's posting. Okay. I'm sending this out right now.
Yes, that's Destroyer Resurrected version of God of Thunder in honor of Gene Simmons' birthday. And we're going to talk a little bit about Destroyer Resurrected. It's just out really this week. Uh, it's been available on iTunes as a download, but we were just able to pick up the CD. Uh, we're not really going to go through a track by track. There's a couple of our friends' podcasts. If you tune into Creatures of the Net, they did a track by track uh, review of the album. If you tune into History Science Theater, both fantastic Kiss podcasts. If you're listening to this, you're probably familiar with them. Uh, my friends, they're good guys. Uh, you should tune in, check those out. We're going to talk a little bit about it as we head up to our four o'clock into our second hour. And Frank, what do you think about Destroyer Resurrected? I love it. I mean, it's a classic Kiss record brought up to the modern age. I just love the way I. There's specific songs that I just love what he did to them. And how he remixed it, it just brings it just brings back the whole era of of being a teenager in the seventies back. I and agree. I, I, think, I think he did an awesome job. Yeah, the excitement of getting an album that you know so well, and but yet you're hearing it differently. I think you know not that every album needs to be remixed or revisited in that way, but but it's it's exciting. It really it kind of brings new life to something that we're so familiar with. Yeah, I I, I agree, and. Uh, there's something I want to talk about with Bo about Bob Ezrin. Um, let me quote him in his liner, liner notes. He said, There is only one very small thing on the whole album that was altered. I had the opportunity to correct something that's been vexing all of us for decades. Let's see if you can find it. Well, it's been bothering me for decades. And what he did was, with, De with Detroit Rock City, is that Paul sings Moving Fast Down 95... He changed it to move, moving fast, doing 95. And I feel very happy about that since 95 does not run through Detroit. So, you know, anybody that knows their geography, we're here on the East Coast. We're in a suburb of Philly. And anybody on the East Coast, you're familiar with 95. And we've all done 95 on 95 at some point in our life. So, you know, you think yeah. about, hey, I've done 95 on 95. Hey, that'd be great fun. But clearly, like you said, if you know your geography or road map, there's no 95 in Detroit, so if he's in Detroit Rock City, right? He's and I'm not just going down 95. Yeah, I was kind of wondering if anybody else picked up on it. You know, <laughs> you know, I think that's a good one because when you think about it, we're so familiar with it, and even Kiss as an East Coast band, you know, could have gone up and down 95 a lot. Uh, the rest of the album, I, I really think it's it's fun to hear some of the things brought out that are a little different. You hear a little they added in a you know another get up get down kind of thing in right. uh, in Detroit Rock City but then again that's not that different we had the remix of that back in double platinum you know all the way back there so it's not like we've never heard remixes of the songs uh, i think really it's just interesting to hear it i think really that's that's really uh you know it's just interesting it's different yeah i think that the last track that we just played with God of Thunder there's more there's more bass there's more crack you know crack that rib with the d chord um peter's drums are just brought up so much more it's such so much more intense it gives it it gives the song new life and i i love that i love what bob ezrin did to this record i really do do you think that there's any other kiss record that you really would want to hear the remix i don't know um i love rock and roll over but i don't know i don't know what you could do to it the straight ahead um, rock albums probably wouldn't change that much. I mean, it'd no. be nice to hear it, maybe expand the sound a little bit. But maybe, I mean, obviously people are saying, wouldn't it be great if we redid music from The Elder? Well, I don't know if they'd I, want to hear music. I, you know, no, they try to avoid that. <laughs> <laughs> 
But uh, yeah, I don't know. Um, I, I this is the only album I think I could see somebody coming in and, and remixing it. And, you know, and, the one thing though that I really and I've said this to a couple people, I really think they missed the opportunity to use the release of Destroyer Resurrected to get the four original members back together. Not obviously, I mean, Kiss is on tour, not to have them do a show or whatever, but just the fact that the four of them should have got together for maybe a photo shoot, holding the new cover, um, you know, maybe play a couple songs would be great. It doesn't interfere with the tour. Right. But to celebrate something that they did right. that 35 years later they can still be proud of. A, yeah. Arguably the greatest Kiss album, really. I mean, it's, it's really one of the best Kiss albums ever. And, you know, you hear them kind of still fighting back and forth in the press. And, I mean, you know, some more than others. It's disappointing because they really should, as a group, I think, I mean, even just on a personal level, say, look, we created something great in 1975, and it still sounds great today. Yeah, and they did. I mean, they took chances with that record. Or, yeah, I think, and I think that would have been it. Would have been a nice way to really kind of give it, you know. Even if we're never going to see a reunion, it would be a really nice way for them to say, "Look, these are the four original members, and we started it all." And you know, people can debate for the rest of their existence who should have what makeup and what character it should be, and all that kind of stuff. You cannot argue that Destroyer is still a killer album. Yeah, yeah, and and that will never change. I mean, really, and I'm going to kind of give the last word on this. Um, I think in a lot of ways, Destroyer Resurrected, it's not necessarily better or worse. It's, in a way, we've lived with it forever. Right. You know, and I would say it's kind of like, you know, you're married for a long time. You know, you, you, rem you listen to it. You remember why you fell in love in the first place. But, you know, isn't it nice once in a while your wife comes home with a new pair of shoes or a new haircut or a pair of thigh-high boots, I don't know, and she tells you that the secret word tonight will be tomato, and you're going to be trying something different in the Kiss Room, because that's the way we roll in the Kiss Room, and we're going to go right into this song of Destroyer Resurrected on Monaco Radio, where music and minds meet. Peace. 
talisman, but I didn't think they really existed. What's that humming noise? Beethoven's fifth. <laughs> you wanted the best and you got it! I was banned in the land! That's right, Kiss Army. You are in the Kiss Room. We're into the second hour of our show. And on the line right now is Lydia Chris. And Frank, I'm going to turn this over to you. I'm Frank Haggard, and I'd like to welcome the lovely Miss Lydia Chris to the Kiss Room. How you doing, Lydia? Hi, I'm doing fine. How, how are you doing? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. I'm talking to you, so nothing, um, can, nothing can get better than that. <laughs> so let's get started here. I know there is something that you'd like to address to the fans. Um, you were listed as a special guest at this year's New Jersey Kiss Expo and then was removed. You wanted to explain to the fans what happened and why. Yeah, um, I was asked to do the, the, the convention, well, the expo, and um, I've done a, you know, a few with, um, with these two promoters. And, um, you know, we, we, we've we known each other for many years. And uh, so I I get a call from one of them. I don't, you know, um doesn't matter which one. And he was very, very upset. You know, he didn't know how to tell me. And he, um, he just felt really, really bad. And they said they really wanted me there. But the reason that we, he, they had to cancel me was because... Peter wanted to do the expo, and Gigi didn't want me there. Um, I have no idea why. Um, I'm sure she's got her own reasonings, but right. uh, I don't really know Gigi, and um, I've met her once, and she barely spoke to me, and it was at the Bill of Coin Memorial. Right. So, you know, she she was very quiet, and to me, very... Uh, she seemed like she was intimidated, so she kept her mouth shut, or maybe Peter told her to keep her mouth shut, because from what I understand, she's not very well-liked. And, uh, you know, if she wants to, you know, um, be immature and, you know, say, you know, um, and insist, they said she was very, very adamant about me not being there. So right. I, I told them, don't worry about it. You know, I'm not, you know, I mean, I'm not upset. I'm not, you know, I'm not going to... Uh, cry over it. I said, if Peter needs the money, go ahead, go for it. You know, um, I probably, at that point, I didn't even know if I would have my new, uh, the new version of my book in. So, right. it's it's fine. It was fine with me. So, um, but basically, I just think that um, I'm being attacked by her for for no reason at all. But you know, if that's the way she wants it, I know it's not coming from Peter. I know it's coming from her because I've. I've been told by other people. So, just for anybody out there that doesn't know, Gigi is Peter's wife. Yeah. Well, I know. I know you really wanted to address the fans. I just want to wish them luck. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Go for it. Whatever. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, getting back to your book, what can we expect from the expanded version of Seal with a Kiss? Okay, the expanded version is is basically the same book, but I fixed all the mistakes you know there's a, there were a few little things here and there 
And, um, you know, some pictures I wanted a little larger, a little a different, you know, a slightly different shade of uh, purple or whatever. And I changed that. And then I added uh, 16 pages in the back. And it's uh, it's basically six the, the pages have some new photos on it, about 20, 20 or 22 new photos. But the, 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 the purpose of the 16 pages was it was actually um, a list of all the, the the gigs that Peter played while uh, I was married to him before Kiss. It's, um, it's, it's almost all of them. I didn't keep records at the very, very beginning. Um, and uh, I, I really kept these records for income tax purposes. So, right. uh, and, and for my own fun, you know, it was, it was just, I mean, I kept like a very detailed, you know, record as far as like how much money he made, how, how much the roadies got paid, um, what, what the, what the rental of the trucks cost. You know, but we didn't put that in the book. What we put in the book was just the, the date, the place he played, the band he played with and who was in the band. And right. it, it goes up until, it's from 1960, I'd say probably 60, 67, 68, until about 73. So it's about five years of all the shows that he's ever played. Right. But can I we mean, s- Peter did work. <laughs> he didn't make any money. <laughs> <laughs> and you were laid off on the, the, the same day that Kiss Alive went gold. I, I was working up until uh, the day after my birthday. It was my birthday in 1975, and um, I came home, and, you know, well, it was my birthday. Then the next day uh, was a Friday, and um, I got laid off of work. Peter Peter didn't want me working, and I didn't want to quit yet. So I, you know, quit because basically they still weren't making any money. Right. And, um uh, so I, I came home, and I got a phone call from Paul Stanley's girlfriend, Carmen, and she says, uh, don't tell Peter I told you, but a live went gold today. <laughs> <laughs> Yay! So I had to act surprised when Peter called. <laughs> right. <laughs> when can we expect to see your book out? Well, my book is actually on the uh, Atlantic Ocean right now, crossing over from Italy. <laughs> oh, great. Great. Yeah, it's 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 gonna it'll it'll take about let's see I think it today is okay it's been it's been on the ocean for let's see almost a week now right and it should take a couple of more days then it takes about five days to go through customs okay. so um, I'd say by the end of next week my book is gonna be in New York in New York yeah so right. I'll have it and then I'll start shipping out the pre-orders you know because I do I did sell a bunch of books already. And um, and then the fun begins. <laughs> and then the fun begins. I would bet that you have a lot more photos to make another book. I have a lot more photos. Um, I don't know necessarily. It won't be the same kind of book. It'll be, it would be different. You know, I have, you know, because I, I didn't have a real camera. I don't call, you know, the, the little, I had a Kodak Instamatic camera right. in the early days. And um, I don't really call that a camera, but anyway, that that took a lot of the early day photos. But then, then I got a real camera, and that's when I really started taking a lot of photos. I mean, I have a lot of photos from not even Kiss. I have other bands, you know. Right. Well, you've shot Queen. You've shot, and I know Queen's your favorite band. Yeah, Queen, you... Rod Stewart. I've shot Billy Joel, um, Elton John, uh, the Rolling Stones, um, 
I mean, you, you name it. And um, David Bowie. Um, God, I could go on and on. Sticks, uh, REO. Um, uh, let's see. I mean, I, I just, you know, it just, it just, and oh, Eric Clapton. Um, right. You know, it just goes on and on. Well, I wasn't trying to talk you into doing another book. I just, when I first got Seal with a Kiss, I thought, my God, Lydia saves everything. So I thought maybe you, you had a ton of other pictures, but I'm not trying to talk you into another book. Now, the thing is, writing, doing a book is a lot of work. I, I bet mean, it, it is. Took, took me a whole year. Well, first it took me about a year and a half just to do the text. And then Which was I, beautifully I of, written, by the way. That's actually just me talking. I'm just talking. I just wanted as somebody to feel like they were sitting in my living room and I was, you know, telling them my story. Well, that's what and, you, I mean, I that's what you conveyed. Yeah, well, the edit, all the editors did was correct, like, some of the grammar and some of the um, spelling, maybe, and punctuation. So that's basically all they did. They were very surprised when they got my um, my text. They, uh, you know, the manuscript, they, they expected to, it to be very hard to, you know, to try to fix it and everything. And they, they were very, very surprised that, you know, that there was not that much that they had to fix. But the thing is, you know, they, they have, um, there's certain grammar that they, you know, they were, you know, one of them was, you know, more, more into the grammar part. And then the other one, yeah, the other, they had two, two editors. And one, one of them was also, you know, a very, they're all KISS fans, so they they know sometimes a little bit more about KISS than I do. Right. So, that, you know, we would argue about a certain thing, like, you know, well, no, I think it was this, and they think it was that, and I'm going, but I was there, and you weren't. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but the, it, it uh, you know, it turned out good, and that, that took me about a year and a half. And then I turned over all my stuff to um, a publisher that, you know, he was a small-time publisher. He had published a, a, a couple of books, like maybe he did like a Barry Levine book on Kiss, and, um, and then he went bankrupt. So I got, I had to get all my stuff back. So that took me a while, and then I got my stuff back, and then uh, I, I had to finance the book. Right. So I could, I, I took me about a year to try to find um, another publisher, and I didn't really go. I, I. I had some, I thought were, were literary agents, uh, they were trying to find me a deal, and they supposedly couldn't get me a deal. Um, so I, I decided to do it myself, which I'm very glad I did in, in the long run, but it was a lot of work. It took me about another year, um, from from almost to the day, from the time we started until the time the books were shipped here. Okay. So that, it took about two and a half years out of my life. Mm. But it took about another year to find people to work with. So that was another year. So it's like, it, it's a lot of work. You know, I, I mean, I had to, like, sort of interview editors, and um, and it turns out that I wound up going back to people that were my friends. Right. And they they, they were editors also, you know, so that they, they, you know, they said, well, why don't you use us? And I'm going, because I didn't think you wanted to. <laughs> <laughs> but they wound up being good. Well, Kiss fans out there, you're going to be getting your book soon. Soon. Yeah, very soon. So they, you should have it. Yeah. Right after Labor Day. Great. Yeah. With the release of Dest switching gears here, with the release of Destroyer Resurrected, what was the vibe from the band when they brought you down to Record Plant to hear Beth for the first time? What was the vibe? Oh, uh, well, the thing is, I had just moved. Well, not just, but I was in Manhattan, and I was still. 
um, getting the apartment together, and you know, I had moved into the city after um, after the, the uh, kids went alive. You know, the alive went gold. Right. And um, I uh, I was still getting the apartment together and um, doing some shopping, so I didn't go down to the studio, and they kind of didn't want me there. You know, and most of the time I I just went I went to the studio, you know, a lot. Right. So I was busy shopping and doing, you know, the the, the decorating thing, and um, and then Peter says we want you to come down to the studio, and I right. said, oh, why? And he said, well, because you know we have we we want you we want want you to hear the song we did. So I said, okay, you know, and I went down, and uh, they sat me on a chair with the headphones on, and. Bob Ezrin and Gene uh, and Paul and I'm not sure if Ace was there, but I know, you know of course Peter was there, but I know the other three were there, and right. they just you know they just wanted to get my reaction, and and I just I mean it was just so beautiful you know to hear Beth, and um, and they um, you know they they were just waiting for my reaction, and I just you know as the tears are rolling down my face, I said it should have been called Lydia. <laughs> <laughs> Well, with that, we're going to take a short break. We're going to play Lydia's favorite song, Beth, from Destroyer Resurrected. And you're listening to Mako Radio, where music and minds meet.
And we're coming back. You're listening to Kiss Room at Monco Radio, where music and minds meet. And we're talking with Lydia Chris. Was, uh, at the time, in 76, was Kiss keen on doing a ballad for Destroyer? No, no, not at all. No. Um, you know, they, they, he had written the song years ago when he was in a band called Chelsea. Right. And, um... It wasn't even a nice song. That's what that's what shocked me when I went to the the record, you know, the, the to the record plant and um, listened to it. It wasn't even a nice song. It was um, a mean song, and uh, they they changed some of the lyrics when when they re, when they uh, recorded it. Um, they didn't want a ballad, no. And I think it was Bill Coyne that talked them into it. Well, thank God it did because uh, it sent you guys oh, I to know, Japan. I know. <laughs> I, when we were going to Japan, I walked. I, I figured, you know, they. I'm, I'm a, you know, we were in the airport for a long time, and I said, Man, you know, let me, let me say, you know, thank each guy for making it possible for me to go to Japan. So I started with Gene, and I, you know, I said, Gene, I just want to say thanks for, you know, making it possible for me to go to Japan. And he says, Don't thank me. He says, Thank Beth. Beth made it possible for all of us to go to Japan. That's cool. Yeah. That's cool. So I didn't thank anybody else. <laughs> <laughs> With uh, Peter and Ace's drug and alcohol use in the 70s, um, was it ever addressed inside the organization? Um, not really, because the organization was doing drugs also. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, not Gene and Paul. Right. Everybody not everybody was doing drugs and alcohol, but... I, I, was it ever addressed inside the organization, the coin organization? I mean, I'm sure that they, they would address it at meetings because, but I wasn't allowed at meetings. Right. So, you know, they 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 didn't want any of the girlfriends or wives up there. Right. So, uh, well, I don't know what was addressed and what wasn't, but I mean, I know there was. They they knew, you know, that there was drugs, and they knew, you know, of course, they knew there was alcohol. We were, oh, you know, there's always alcohol at every party. You know, even. You know, Gene and Paul don't don't drink it, but you know everybody else does. Right. And, um, you and know, they didn't seem to mind. They didn't seem to mind about that. No, and there was also you know on the uh, at every show there was a big um, a big cooler filled with beers. You know, with um, you know Budweisers. There was you know the roadies were all, all you know. Right. They would drink also. Um, Gene even had a party once in his room, and he filled the whole that tub with with beer. I mean, they didn't, you know, I didn't hear as much in those days right. about it as much as they talk, they talk about it now. But I did an interview with uh, Bill O'Coin, and he told me that basically Gene and Paul chose to look away rather than help Ace and Peter. Correct. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Bill's right. Bill's always right. Yeah. <laughs> I loved him. <laughs> yeah, he was a great guy. Yeah. Do you feel the egos and the substance abuse ultimately killed the band by the end of the seventies? Um, yeah, that's that's definitely what killed the band. It also killed my marriage. Um, right. You know, it, um, it 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 just got out of control. And and you know, it's funny. I spoke. I was talking to Ace just this week, right? A couple of days yesterday or the day before, and um, you know, we he said it was just too much too soon. Too much too soon. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if the fans know this or not, but you and Gene actually went to junior high just one block away from each other. Yeah, um, I went to school in Williamsburg. 
I was uh, I I went a little bit out of my neighborhood because I was supposed to skip a grade. I was a bookworm, so I was a little <laughs> smart, smarter than most of the students. And um, I, I guess because I moved from Ridgewood and 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 then I moved into a pretty bad neighborhood, and I was a little ahead of the the students. So when I did graduate regular grammar school, my parents asked me, do you want to go to Catholic school or do you want to go to Williamsburg to this other school, which my brother had gone to also. So I said, oh, no, I want to go to Williamsburg. I don't want to go to Catholic school. And so I went to Williamsburg. It was a little bus ride um, or a train ride, you know, away. And um, I went to school on Roebling and South Third, and Jean went to school on Driggs and South Third. And I didn't know that until, uh, you know, I didn't know Jean. I, I met him years later, and we discussed it. And it was very funny. He went to a yeshiva, you know, a, a Jewish school. I right. don't know what grades they are, you know, they go from, but, right. but we were um, probably um, going, you know, walking the same streets at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> so you never saw a, a, a tall man, white face, white face with bat wings over his eyes and a ponytail under his head, right? No, I, I actually... See, I'm going to know actually, that guy <laughs> someday. But, but, but he, he, did, he did walk around with a, a yarmulke and pay us, pay us those little curls that come down on the side. Right. So he, he was used to dressing odd. So once he got into Kiss, that, you know, it fell right into place. Right. <laughs> <laughs> now, um, we, we know that Peter's coming out with a book. Um, do you think Peter's book will be less forgiving? towards Gene and Paul than Ace's book was? You know, I don't really know because someone told me that it's a lot about Peter and Gigi, which is very, <laughs> very unusual to me, because he does he does say something about it's his life with Kiss and after Kiss. Yeah, my, my so, life in and out of Kiss, yeah. Yeah, in and out of Kiss. So I'm not sure, you know, I don't know if... I think Peter knows that he's, you know, that they're waiting to bring the book right to the lawyers. Because <laughs> I'm sure that's what they do with my book also. Um, they uh, There was a time where my my book came out and somebody was supposed to buy it for Paul Stanley and ship it to him, and they forgot, so they had to actually ship it overnight. Right. And, um, Paul, they, they, and Paul did mention he needed the book for a meeting. Mm. So they were meeting with the lawyers on my book. Uh, thank God they, 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 they didn't, you know, I mean, I've I've gotten, I never got anybody come back to me and tell me anything about the book, but um, um, I did hear from Tommy Thayer that I did a wonderful job. Yeah, so. uh, you did, you did. I mean, it's it ranks up there with history. There's a lot of fans out there that say that book is awesome. And yeah, well, it's, you, know, you know what it is with history. It's it's a it's a great book, you know, and it's it's pretty and everything. The thing is, a lot of the stuff has already been seen. That's one thing with my right. book. A lot of the stuff has never been seen. Right. So that's what kind of, you know what the fans always tell me? It's so nice to see them backstage without the makeup on and how young they look. Yeah, yeah. Because the so only thing, the only thing the we makeup. had was that cream photo shoot back in the day. Yeah, yeah. You know, in yeah. and out of makeup. Um, yeah, that was the only thing which was not supposed to be released. <laughs> but right. I don't know how that got out. Right, and then it's funny because it came out right when I was getting divorced, and I was blamed for it. And I'm going, it's not even my photo. What are you crazy? How can I give that to you know? Someone <laughs> said that Peter thought you know I did that purposely, and I'm going, look, I know where my bread is 
my, my bread is buttered, so you know, right. it's like you don't you don't uh, bite the hand that feeds you. <laughs> <laughs> no, you don't. No, you don't. Now, uh, what did you think of Ace's book? Ace's book was very. It was interesting. I I got it right before I went to Brazil, so I read it on the plane because that's a pretty long plane ride, and I was almost finished with it when I came home. Um, uh, it's it's a great book. It's you know there's things that are, are in it that I didn't know about Ace, and it was interesting. But a lot of the stuff I've already known, you know, and right. and I really feel that Ace played it safe. Yeah, you know? he did. I, I I agree with you, Lydia. I agree with you. Yeah, because he yeah, did. He, but, you know, he didn't. He doesn't want to start trouble. You know, that Gene and Paul were waiting for that to come out too. Um, unfortunately, I'm I'm afraid that you know. Gigi might have a little bit more influence on Peter's book, and she might not, you know, she might not, she might think she can do, you know, say certain things, and you, you just can't do certain things. I mean, I, when I wrote my book, I, I had um, a lawyer read the entire book. Right. And she, it was a female lawyer, and she, you know, advised me what not to put in there and what to, you know, what to leave in and what not to leave in. And then she, then I also went, Two other lawyers, they were in the same company together, to go over all my photos. And, you know, I also was concerned about the copyright, you know, because copyright, what, what I can use and what I couldn't use. Right. I mean, they made me move, you know, a stupid little thing like a pin from the from the top of, it was in, it's on my cover, and it's on, it was on the top of the um of the coat of, of the book, and then they made me move it to lower down so that I don't know that. that oh, the little it, lips it, kiss pen you talk about? Yeah, yeah yes, I have yes. one of them. Yeah, yeah. It was it was uh, somewhere around the kiss logo, right? And they made me move it down to the middle of the book, so um, you know the middle of the cover. It, it was it's just odd the little things. And I said, am I allowed to put certain pictures in there? And they said, they pose for the photo. You're allowed to to put it in. Right. So, you know, and then I also spoke to Bob Gruen, who, you know, he's, I work for Bob, and he's done many books. And, you know, I just wanted to know what his take was on everything. He says, it's your First Amendment right. You know, you could, your, your photos, it's your memories, and you could do it. You could, you could, you could write the book. They can't stop you. Well, it's a great book, Lydia. Well, thank you. I'm really proud of it because, uh, like I said, it did take me. A lot of time to do it, and I've heard Peter mention. He says people don't don't realize how hard it is to do a book, and then and the thing is, he's got a ghostwriter and a publisher. I didn't. Right. So, right. I mean, so, I would actually do the writing after I, I was working a regular job. I was working in a photo agency, and I would actually do some of the the writing at home at night. I'd go into work and I would type it, and then I would sit on the train on the way back home and and proofread it and then go back the next day i'd stay until about midnight and i'd stop work usually about six o'clock so i would spend like six hours working on it every night and then i'd come home and i'd do a little bit more and i i had the re i'd research you know the, it was it was not easy to do this you know but i i'm i'm glad you know it's done and I just said to myself you know i have a great memory but now i could just white out everything right <laughs> I don't have to remember anything anymore. It's all in the book. <laughs> it's all in the book. Yeah. Now, do you have any other uh, appearances scheduled coming up? Um, not right now. I might be at the Chiller convention. I just have to give the the promoter a phone call. The Chiller is is um it's a 
in New Jersey. It's in, I think it's in Parsippany, and it's yeah. um, uh, it's in October Halloween weekend. Um, I I have been asked to do Minnesota, uh, but it's unfortunately it's I've got a wedding and. Um, I'm planning to go to Florida, and I still haven't done my taxes. And <laughs> so it's, like, it's like I really, you know, that's another reason why. I'll be, well, the only good thing about the, you know, the Jersey convention was I didn't, I don't have to pack. I can't, I, I just hate packing nowadays. You know, it's right. Just like the, you know, years ago when I'd go on the road, you kind of leave some of your stuff packed already. You know, like I, I always had my a second set of toiletries already packed. You know, when I'd go on the road with Kiss. So I wouldn't have to pack them again. Right. Well, you what's know, so it's, why bother? It's one less thing to have to do. Right. But um, I do have something like that now, but it's not as uh, not as uh, uh, as you know, like um, it's not as complete as as it was years ago. So I still have to go through it and make sure everything is you know, make sure I got my hairspray, make sure you know, yeah. you know, the, the shampoo, whatever you know. So, but uh, actually, I'm, I'm not. I probably you know won't do anything until. Um, maybe, like I said, the chiller, and then possibly next year, I think Germany wants, you know, they're talking about some big festival. But I, I don't, if Peter goes, I won't be able to go. No, no, you won't. <laughs> you're not going to, you're not going to be allowed to play in the same sandbox. <laughs> Well, Lydia, I want to thank you so much for coming on today. We oh, well, really appreciate you coming me. on the Kiss Room at Monco Radio. I've known you so long. I so know, long. I know. We were talking about that night at the China Club. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I remember it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and we can't Fun talk time. about that Fun on time. air. <laughs> yep. Lydia, why don't you take us out with uh, one of your favorite Kiss songs? Okay, how about Hard Luck Woman? You got it. You're in the Kiss Room on Monco Radio, where music and minds meet. Never I met you I'd never have seen you cry If not for a first Hello We never have to say goodbye If never I held you My feelings would never show It's time I start walking But there's so much you'll never know
And you're in the Kiss Room on Monco Radio, where music and minds meet.
Kiss Room, we're back. And I know that you love me if you're still tuned in at 20 minutes of five here on Friday. We're going to give you a chance to win. You heard earlier in the show, we gave away a couple books. We gave away a poster. If you go to thekissroom.com, there is an entry form we're giving away. Since we're headed up toward the uh, conventions, there's two posters we're going to give away. One is a promotional poster from the New York City Kiss Expo. And what I want you to do with that, there's a picture of it online. And there's a contact box right next to it. Here's what I want you to do. Just fill in the box, and here's how we're going to give it away. If you listened at the start of the show, you heard us pull out of a pile of uh, papers. I printed them all out. Not very green of me. Um, What I want you to do, we're going to write down two numbers, and they're lucky numbers. Actually, how about one lucky number? Write down the number, and next month when we're on, which is in September, we're just going to, whoever is closest to the number without going over, is going to win that poster. If you didn't go to that New York City convention, you probably don't have that poster, so it's pretty rare. Uh, so that's how we're going to do it. I'll put all the uh, details later on thekissroom.com. So that's one thing we're going to let you win, that even if you're listening on the download, you can still win because you can enter all the way up to the next show, and, and I'll post all the details. The other poster that we're going to give away, if you go to thekissroom.com, is a 1995 KISS convention tour promotional poster. Frank, tell us about that. Yeah, it's a promotional uh, poster for the Pittsburgh show. And um, at the time, I was helping Tommy Thayer out promoting the Pittsburgh uh, official KISS uh, uh, convention. And um, we have one of them. We have one poster that we're it's going directly to give away. from Tommy, directly from Tommy Thayer through Frank Hagen's hands into you. And what I'm going to do right now, because we're in our new studio and we can do this, I'm going to open this up to callers. I want you to call 215-619-7366. That's the hotline here. 215-619-7366. Whoever calls in first, that's how we're going to do it. Is going to win that poster live on the air. Here in for Gene Simmons' birthday, we're going to hear a couple more Gene Simmons tracks suggested by you, the fans of the Kiss Room. This one's for Bob. And uh, the phone's ringing. Let's go to the music first, and we'll come back on the Kiss Room where music and minds meet. Unreal. I'd heard about
Am I live? Am I back here? Okay, look. 215-619-7366. I'm giving I know you didn't have a pencil or a pen ready. 215-619-7366. And if you call, you have to hold on. Two people already called in, but they didn't hold the line. You have to wait. We want to put you on the air. And the other people that called that were jamming up my line that know me and are goofing on me. Okay, look, you can't win. Oh, wait, here it goes. Let's go to another song. And then we're going to hit another song. We have somebody on the line. Hit a song. We'll bring you up in a minute. room who do we have on the line sean bring him up tim freeze tim freeze i know you from you're on my facebook you're in the kiss room facebook you're from the kiss army delaware right yes i am and tim you just won yourself a poster from the 1995 convention tour send me an email with all your contact info through the kiss room on uh, facebook don't put it public so everybody will stalk you and uh, you are the winner. See, people really do win live here on the Kiss Room, where music and minds meet. What do you think, Tim? Oh, I think that's awesome, man. And I like I like the show. These guys are doing a great job. They're fantastic. And I recommend this 
show to anybody that's out there that's a KISS fan to tune in to Monco Radio and get your daily fix of KISS. <laughs> nice. Well, this will be available on thekissroom.com. It'll be available on thepodkiss.com. Sending shout-outs to all uh, all my friends in podcast world. Uh, if, you, if you're checking all that kind of stuff out, I have a link page on thekissroom.com. It has a link to Frank's uh, website. It has a link to the Decibel Geek podcast. It has a link to everything. And, Tim, where do you listen to the Kiss Room? I listen to it on my internet, on, uh, on my laptop. On Mako Radio, where music and minds meet. we got about 10 more minutes. Couple more shout outs for Gene Simmons. Tina wanted to hear this one. It's within on Mako Radio where music and minds meet.
Kiss Room. We are almost out of time. It's rolling up to the end. We got a couple more Gene Simmons birthday songs, some of your requests. I'm going to send this out to David. I hope you're feeling better because ain't nobody got time for being sick. Uh, he wouldn't hear Almost Human. Let's take a listen to that here on Monco Radio where music and minds meet. Where music and minds meet. Where music and minds meet. I think, did I already play that? Look, it's been a long show. Hey, we're going to play something different. Cue into something else. What's next there, Sean? There we go. Here's something a little bit, because she walks by moonlight here in the Kiss Room on Monco Radio, where music and minds meet.
Kiss Room, we are out of time. It's 5 o'clock, so I want to wish everybody a really great rest of your day that tuned in live. Happy birthday, Gene Simmons. Obviously, we played a bunch of Gene Simmons songs here today for in honor of Gene Simmons' birthday, which is August 25th. Everybody that listens on the download, I'm glad that you're downloading these episodes. Tell your friends. Listen live. You heard us. We gave away some stuff live on the air. It's always fun. We're going to wrap it up right now. We'll be back on September 14th, 3 to 5 p.m. again. Uh, I'll have everything posted on thekissroom.com. I have links to all kind of cool stuff. And I'm coming back. I swear it somehow. I will be back on The Kiss Room on Monaco Radio where music and minds meet. Things you want to say to conform with expectations? 
I will say something to anybody out there that's, you know, the weird guy or the weird girl that always has the weird things that they do that their friends put them down for. Don't think it's so weird. Maybe someday somebody will let you give you the chance to make a living out of it. You just stick to it. You'd be weird.